Jays from home. Uh, we have been away for two weeks. Um, half of that week was the quiet period, and then the other half of the week uh, was the exact opposite. Welcome to Jays from not Home. Not so quiet. I'm Matt Gower. Yeah, not so quiet. I'm Matt Gower, and this is my brother Steve. Say hello. Yes, that's me. Hello. Yes. Um, and as we speak right now, Twitter still exists. Yeah, there was some. Uh, there was some uh, uh, potential. Uh, fall uh, over the last week because I think employees were locked out. But uh, we're on Twitter at Jays from Home. Yes, and, and, uh, and now, now, now here's something Twitter related. Um, it, will, it will be interesting to 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 look out for because the World Cup just started today. So a lot of people are thinking that the World Cup could be the thing that breaks Twitter. So we I shall see. see. It definitely hasn't been um, definitely hasn't been uh, baseball free agency news that has broken Twitter. Um, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. But we are we are uh, starting to branch out, aren't we? Uh, yeah, so you set up something on Instagram. I mm-hmm. don't know what the uh, handle is on that. I assume I think it's, it's the Jays same from as, Twitter, home. as Twitter. Yeah, just at Jays from home. Yep. Yeah, and uh, one of the the uh, well, I would say bigger platforms, but it's uh, it's just, it's actually a small platform, but an emerging uh, platform. Yeah, um, Mastodon. You may have heard of that. Um, a lot of people from Twitter are going over to Mastodon. I already set up an account. I will say. For for myself, I mean, I will say that it's it's not a direct replacement for Twitter. It is a different type of platform, and I think a lot of people are going to join and 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 maybe might not stay there. But uh, uh, anyway, we did set up a Jays from Home account on Mastodon as well. You can just search for at Jays from Home. Uh, it, the way it works is there's different servers and uh, and Jays, you don't have to be on the same server as Jays from Home to find the account. You can follow from any, any server. It's mostly just uh, reposting what we're putting on Twitter for right now. So uh, yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens if Twitter falls. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. But at the moment, Twitter still exists, so we're still active with the account. Uh, yeah, it's Twitter, Twitter's still functional, so I think that we'll we'll keep it up as long as 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 uh, the uh, format uh, supports it. <laughs> I will. I will say there is a growing baseball community on Mastodon, so I, I have found a few people uh, to interact with uh, through the Jays from Home account. I see. Yeah. Well, if, if if Twitter implodes, I'll probably try out Mastodon. But at the at the moment, I'm, I'm just going to keep things simple. It's less complicated than people are making it out to be. I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Well, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of 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 of. Uh, I don't want to have too many social media platforms to have to to, to 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 link into to follow. But anyways, that's a different different podcast. We're we're here to talk about Blue Jays baseball, baseball in general. It's been it's been like I said, two weeks. It's been pretty pretty busy. Um, now, normally we would start with some results. Last week we talked about uh, the world's last episode. We talked about the World Series results, but we have no results to talk about. So h- how do you want to start today? Well, why don't we uh, why don't we just go through the, all the Blue Jays news like cuz there's okay, there's okay. been a lot of it and I think maybe we should start with the the biggest news of the week I would say um this is also my my no decision but uh, the Blue Jays traded Teoscar Hernandez to the Mariners yes um now they traded him for uh right-handed reliever Eric Swanson and uh pitching prospect Adam Mako and Adam Mako's got a really interesting story, actually, because he um, he was born in Slovakia, and um, I think he spent some time uh, living in Ireland, and he grew up, I think, in Canada. So he's got a very international uh, background, and uh, he is a legitimate pitching prospect, and uh, an, an interesting uh, name to add on to that trade for sure. I see. Um, well, I, I put it as my no decision because. Uh, it, it, you know, it's not fun to see a player like Teoscar go. I, I think uh, in the last couple of years, I've I've been a really big fan of of his. But uh, well, I he's guess... one of I think all Blue Jays people who are who follow the Blue Jays and Blue Jays fans. I think he's a fan favorite. He's 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 a really great guy. Yeah, well, for sure. But um, you know, I, I think this is one of those deals that kind of hinges on what happens next. 
uh, yes. in future trades. I think I saw a lot of speculation that it's probably um, move Springer over to right field and get a center fielder. Exactly. Yep. So, so yeah, I think Nimmo uh, in the outfield at least is is a key target for the Jays. Brandon Nimmo, uh, former New York Met uh, center fielder, left-handed bat. Uh, great. He's a, he's a good good outfielder. Very solid defender. Good hitter. So that would be, I think, that he's the prize for the uh, outfield uh, uh, um, uh, goals this 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 off season. I think a plan, another another alternative plan that they might end up going for if that doesn't work out for them is uh, Cody Bellinger um, of the Dodgers, and he was he was released by the Dodgers or non tendered or whatever. Um, and he's a left handed bat who could be a kind of like more of a reclamation project because he is a former MVP, but his bat has just gone cold in the past like three, four, five years. So he's another target that they could um, they could uh, go for. Now, talking about the Teoscar Hernandez uh, deal, it, I think it kind of keys into our, our weekly poll because um, I posted this at I don't know around like eight in the morning on 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 whatever the day of the trade broke. But, I, but the question for the weekly poll was which Blue Jay is most likely to be, to be traded this off season, and the cho- choices were Danny Jansen. Uh, Gabriel Moreno, Bobachet, and Teoscar Hernandez. I see. And two hours later, yeah, Teoscar Hernandez. I, I was voted traded. for. I did vote for Teoscar on that. <laughs> I did too. Um, and I, I even I even tweeted my 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 specific tweet said that um, I think that Teoscar Hernandez is, is the most likely to be traded for pitching, uh, and and that's exactly what happened. Like I think I t- tweeted that around like ten o'clock. And I didn't get the news till about an hour later, but I think like minutes later the trade was announced. Hmm. So, so um, I am going to uh, hold on to my Karnak the Magnificent hat, um, if, and 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 see what other uh, trades that I can I can predict. And maybe that'll lead into my no decision. Then speaking of trades, uh, because there's the other the other guys on that list are catch, mostly catchers, uh, Moreno and, and Jansen. Uh, but I think that if and when the Jays do trade one of those guys, um, it'll be part of a larger deal because. Um, uh, I think Teoscar was the largest return they're going to get, and that fans shouldn't expect a huge return for just one of, yeah. of those catchers if they do trade them. I, that, so that's and, my no decision of the week. Oh, I also I uh, in that poll I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have picked Teoscar if Kirk was an option on there. Um, I, I I think Kirk is probably that's the very catcher. Honest that's, of you. Yeah, I think Kirk is probably the the catcher that's going to be traded between the three of them. Um, I I think that, he, I mean, I I don't think that he's going to necessarily become a bad player or regress or anything. But he had a really good season, and I think maybe he's just not as good as he was this season. Okay, so here here here's the deal with Kirk. Um, he is a young player, so there's there's room for him to improve still. He's only 24 years old, so he can still get better as a player, as a hitter, as a catcher, as a defender. Um, and also, he was uh, Alec Manoa's uh, personal catcher all year long. So he is some he like some of Alec Manoa's success is owed to uh, to, to Kirk as 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 his his personal catcher. Um, that stability, that 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 rapport between the two. So I think that the Jays are going to keep him around, and and like I said, I think he's just going to get better, and he's 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 one of those great uh, team guys. And I think the, the they can get more in value back from either Jansen or Moreno because Jansen, uh, he's he's hitting better, he's a more established defender, and or if you want to go with the, the Moreno side, he's the prospect. He could potentially. Uh, move to different positions like third base or the outfield too, and his hitting tool is, is pretty good as well. So I think there, there's more return for those two guys. I, I see. Well, I, I think that if... I, I still think that uh, Kirk is probably the... the will get more, but I would say that if they decide to keep Kirk, that it'll be Moreno that's traded because they're going to need somebody um, that they can rely on to... I, I would say that Jansen would catch, like if it was Jansen and Kirk, that uh, Jansen would catch the majority of the games. But if it's Kirk and Moreno, um, I don't know. I think I think it's just tough to to ask a lot from those two in terms of like going every day behind the plate and a lot of wear and tear on catchers. And I don't know that Kirk can be the number one catcher uh I mean, not well. It might be more of a more of a more of a split between between the two. It depends on how they how they're gonna gonna work that out. But that's a, that's a good point for sure. 
Um, speaking of Alejandro Kirk, he uh, won the Silver Slugger Award as the best uh, hitting catcher in the in the AL. So another reason to keep him. <laughs> uh, that's also another reason to trade him. <laughs> Counterpoint. <laughs> I guess so. It just depends on how, how empty you see your your cup. Um. Yeah, and uh, and I guess going along with we were talking about Manoa, um, he was named as a Cy Young Award finalist. That's uh, I don't think that's surprising. I think I mean he was probably uh, actually I think he was the best pitcher on the Blue Jays staff by yeah. far. Yeah, so he he won third place. I think the guys ahead of him, uh, Dylan Cease and Justin Verlander, uh, definitely were, were were better. But yeah, it was it's great. He was he was their best pitcher all year round, and and he was fun to watch. And he had a great catcher uh, backing him up, him up. Like I said, um, I don't know if they've re- released the the final uh, uh, names for this, but eight Blue Jays were nominated to the All MLB team. That's like the final year. Um, end of the year uh kind of all-star team i'm just gonna click on the link and see if and that's, see if we've that's it's a weird i gotta say that's a weird name for for a team like because they are all on in major league baseball so all players are really on the all mlb team well we could vote for anybody then really i guess <laughs> uh but i guess i guess the voting ends uh on tuesday november 22nd so the voting is still open so it hasn't been announced yet um, so that's, that's it for as far as the, like, Jay's awards, but let's, let's go to our, our, our home runs and stuff, because, because, um, um, because I'm, speaking of awards, uh, I want to talk about, I, I, ha- I have a strikeout, but I also have, I'm going to call it a ground out, because this is a, a topic that I've probably talked about, a lot of people kind of, uh, talk it into the, into the ground, but the manager of the year voting, um, I, I think that it's just not, um, it's not the proper way that, that they people determine that the manager of the year is like it's always the, the most improved team that's not expected to, to 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 do as well as they do as opposed to the best team uh the best manager i, I uh, this so are you saying like it's it's more like um it's secretly a gm of the year but um they give it to no. somebody <laughs> no I, I think that they just they, they just base the award on the team that defies expectations or does the best uh in 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 uh, terms of of what they were expected to do, um, so it's just it, it it doesn't make any sense to me. I think uh, that's usually what happens in most leagues. Like the in the NHL, that happens a lot. Well, like, I know, and that's wrong in the NHL too. Oh, I I just think that there's there's no uh, it, there's precedent for it, so it's not really. Uh, no, but they should they should they should look at like the best teams. Like, why didn't Dusty Baker uh, win Manager of the Year? Because he 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 was the manager of the best. Uh, oh, he already got a World Series trophy, so he doesn't. But they need they any vote more they vote on these awards before the playoffs even start. <laughs> like, know. yeah. So 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 I'll I'll, I'll kind of uh, spoiler alert here. We'll 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 cover this right now. Is that uh, uh, Terry Francona won for the uh, for the Guardians, and nobody expected the Guardians to do what they did, so that's why he won. And uh, in the in the uh, AL and on the NL, actually, uh, it kind of. Uh, didn't go against go go towards the narrative I was just suggesting where uh, uh, Buck Showalter won for the for the well, Mets. I was going to say that you, if we were to do research, you could probably find a lot of examples of uh, Manager of the Year also being a really good team that uh, is but did what not about, defy expectations. What about the Dodgers? What about the Dodgers? The Dodgers eh, won 110 eh. games. And oh, his name is just is 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 escaping me now. But the manager for the Dodgers, he came in second. What about what about yeah, like I said? What about Dusty Baker? What about uh, you know uh, what what about you know uh, the Mariners? What about uh, you know uh, there's just I don't know. I I think that it's just too much uh, most improved uh, team award as opposed to manager of the year award. I, but manager of the year sounds better than most improved team of the year. No, but that's, that's not uh... the award though. They can have a most improved team of the of, of of the year award. And who who would that be? Who would be your most improved team of the of the year? Or, or I don't know. I, I'm not going to answer that. I'd have to do research. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and most improved actually isn't the right word. I think like defies expectations award, and that would I, be probably the, the Orioles. I would say. I I think that. It, that it it still works out because a manager being able to get the most out of what is probably considered a, a not so good team means that he's doing a good job of of getting the best results out of the players that he has. Well, I don't know. Well, or well, she in the future, a... you never know. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, do you have what? What do you have on your on your nose? Do you have anything? 
Um, yeah, uh, so I already mentioned Teoscar was my no decision, but uh, yeah. I didn't list a strikeout, but I will say that uh, um, Vanessa told me before I came downstairs that uh, uh, to to make sure to note that uh, she is not a fan of the Teoscar trade, so I guess that would be uh, her strikeout is uh, okay. Teoscar so you're, you're leaving the Blue Jays. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Um, well, I'll go to my strikeout then. Uh, my strikeout is how we were talking about the Astros, how Ast- the Astros parted way with uh, James Click, their general manager, after winning the World Series. Um, so they basically they, they, they offered him a one-year contract after winning the World Series when you would offer your GM probably a, a multi-year contract. So it was basically an insult that they offered him what they did. Um, and then they went ahead and fired the assistant GM that James Click had hired personally this past year as well. Um, so... Uh, so uh, Jim Crane has basically uh, just I don't, he's taking control of the team again. Um, and my, my question is, do the Astros even need a GM if Jim Crane wants to assert his vision and authority? Because it sounds like he'd prefer just a, a group of loyal, like, yes, men, assistant GMs behind him. Well, I guess technically speaking, if uh, if the owner doesn't really know anything about uh, baseball or, or or the players directly, then he probably does need a GM. Well, he has he he I guess he vetoed a trade that Click had organized along along with Dusty Baker at the trade deadline because they were going to get uh, a catcher and they were going to trade away I think Jose Urquidy to get uh, the it was the um, uh, Wilson Contreras or I forget his name from from the from the Cubs so so uh, uh, Crane kind of got his his fingers in there and in, over the over the years he's kind of wanted to have that sort of control over the whole team and it sounds like he's trying to like get back to how it was like back in the cheating scandal uh era where where like where he was in 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 top control and it just sounds like um the culture of the astros is is going back to how it was five years ago and it's uh it wasn't a good culture and it 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 encouraged uh cheating and, and many other things which we will talk about at a later date that's, that kind of reminds me of uh, way in the early 2000s uh, uh, when Eugene Melnick had first bought the Senators. I can't remember who the GM was at the time. It wasn't Marshall Johnston. It was uh, the one who Pierre signed. Gautier, maybe? No, it was the one who signed Hashik. Um He had a oh. relationship with. Anyway. Oh, oh uh, Mark Muckler. John Muckler. Yes. Uh, so I, there was a player that uh, Melnick wanted. I think it was Gary Roberts. He wanted. Yes. Uh, yes. So basically he was fired over not picking up gary roberts that's, that's right that's so. right you're, you're right you're t- totally right so yeah like and, and and then we saw you know like uh with brian murray in the fold for the for the senators he kind of kept melnick at bay um and then and then uh after after kind of murray stepped back melnick came back and and, and asserted yeah. his, his his vision well anyway um that's that's uh that's the the NHL podcast that we don't do. So um I <laughs> my home run um for uh, for the last 2 weeks is the the Rogers Center renovations. I've seen over social media um random pictures surfacing about uh, the pro, uh like showing the progress of the renovations. Um nothing specific about the renovations that makes it a home run. Just it's kind of neat to see um, you know them tearing apart the stadium and rebuilding things. It's uh, it's I, I don't know what kind of progress they're making. I assume they're on schedule, but uh, it's it's neat. I like to see it. Yeah, I, I will be excited to see um, when the renovations are finished. I hope we get kind of one of those like HGTV before and after. Maybe maybe they should they should get the Property Brothers to come in and like and like give us a tour of the Rogers Center when 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 it's done. Well, only if they're uh, if they're renovating the hotel rooms attached to it. The hotel rooms are pretty nice. I've been in the hotel rooms. I, they don't need any renovations, but uh, but uh, yeah, I wonder wonder what the Property Brothers would do to the to the seating and things like that. But yeah, it's not, it'll be nice to see one because that that's going to be. I think there's kind of two phases worth of the of the renovations. And yeah, so phase this, this one year it's just be, the outfield. Yeah, so phase one will be exciting to see uh, at the start of the year. Um, okay, so my home run is the the Jays' quietly aggressive offseason, and they and we saw it really kick into effect with uh, the Teoscar trade. So they're they're kind of getting all their all their ducks in a row and, and moving the pieces to, to where they need to be. You um, mean all their Jays in a row? All their Jays, I suppose. Yeah, there's no ducks. Um, but yeah, they're getting all, all all their kind of positioning going, and and um, my my guess is that come winter meetings in December. 
there's going to be some moves. And I think that uh, this team is going to look pretty different um, uh, compared to how the how uh, we the the Jays ended off the year uh, in, in 2022. So um, it's, it's exciting because I think I think that the Jays have a lot of um, they still have a lot of room if they want for for like trading away hitting to a, to to get more pitching. Like they, their their offense was 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 a top five offense. Um, in the league uh, in 2022, so they they still have room to improve if they want to to, to use some of that hitting. Uh, and I, I think it's I think you have to like we've we've seen the Astros especially and the Phillies were were prime examples of this for the playoffs. You have to have good pitching. Uh, that that that's that's a must if you want to 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 go far in the playoffs. And we saw just how effective both of their bullpens and starters were were and and how how far those two teams got well even like both the blue jays and the mariners if you wanted to just look even in the first couple of rounds uh showed that like um in the second game that the blue jays uh they they forgot to show up for the the last half of the game uh yeah i mean they they hit robbie ray pretty hard and i think in the next round ray also got uh beat up pretty bad in in that round so like it's you know, it's it's definitely been demonstrated in the playoffs, I guess. And and to go back to uh, that Teoscar trade, I just really quickly, the Mariners are going to be a good team. They're gonna they're gonna um, they're gonna uh, make that West uh, division a lot closer uh, when they're competing with Houston because they've got they've got Teoscar, they've got a good hitter, they've got they traded for Castillo in, at the trade deadline, and he just shut down the Jays in Game One. He's a great pitcher. So that so and and, and they've got. Uh, Julio Rodriguez. They've got an exciting young team, so so watch out for the for the Mariners. They're they're a scary uh, emerging uh, uh, strong strong team. I see. Well, uh, you know, I, after seeing uh, Black Panther or Wakanda Forever, uh, even even the Submariners are are pretty powerful. So uh, I, I have not uh, seen that movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so you know what? I I would think then uh, I I would not be surprised to see a tighter wildcard race. Like, cause if you're saying, um, you know, Mariners might be challenging, I would say Houston is probably still going to be yeah. at the top of the division. So Houston's... depending on how, how they build their team, cause yeah. right now they don't have a GM. They don't, they, the people don't know what direction the team is well, going and who's leading the team. Anyway, like I would say like, it's probably either Seattle or Houston being a wildcard from that yep. division. And then you have Toronto, Tampa Bay, New York, Cleveland, Minnesota. Like there's, it's going White to be, I, I think it's definitely going to be a year where you need to win your division to make sure you get in. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of scary teams, the AL East is going to be scary because you got the Orioles, you got, you, you, you've got potentially even the Red Sox, who knows what they're going to do in the off season, but all yeah. five of those teams in the AL East are, are going to be like, it's going to be a death match. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be bloody. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully not uh, not too bloody because you don't want players to get injured. Um, so I guess uh, some other moves the Blue Jays made. Um, they're basically not bringing back Tapia or Zimmer um, or Vinny Capra. Or yeah, don't really know anything about Capra other than he played some games. Um, uh, yep. Because they they dropped Tapia, that allowed um, Whit Merrifield to take his number fifteen back. So he's, oh, yes, uh, that's right. he's going to be number 15, uh, t- taking on the proud di- tradition of uh, Randall Gritchick and Ramel Tapia. I don't know who I else guess, wore 15. Yeah, I don't know. I have not done any research for that. Um, but yeah, in, in getting rid of Tapia and Zimmer uh, this offseason, the Jays will be searching for left-handed hitting outfield outfielders, uh, relievers, and starting pitchers. So not quite sure uh, where I've seen that before, but it feels a lot like last year. <laughs> Um. All right. Um. I don't know. Is there uh, is there anything well, else um, here Taylor's, for Jays? Some, a couple of relievers were claimed on waivers by the Mets: Taylor Sacedo and Casey Lawrence. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the Jays. Why don't we go to the awards now? Uh. Yeah. So let's start. Let's let let's start off. We we talked about the the manager of the year already. Let's start off with rookie of the year. Um. Actually, no. We'll start. Let's start from the bottom here. Uh. We we had the AL and NL Silver Sluggers. Uh. Uh, awarded. I'm just seeing if there's any Jays on this list. I don't think that they're. Oh, just just Kirk, just Kirk. Um, so and and you know they got they got the obvious like Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, uh, Jose Altuve. Uh, you know uh, 
Xander Bogarts, people like that. So so that was pretty obvious. Oops, uh, pressed the wrong button. Um, NL Silver Sluggers, you know, all the usual suspects. Goldschmidt, Arenado, uh, Real Muto. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to go through the list of the whole guys. But that, that was that was announced. Um, and then uh, the Platinum Glove Awards, which is like the best fielder on any of the league. Are, this one is a bit of a surprise to me because I didn't really hear too much of his defending. Jose Trevino for the Yankees. Um, and then Nolan Arenado, he's kind of the consensus best third baseman uh, in the past 20 years, maybe. Uh, he won the Platinum Glove for, for the NL for the Cardinals. I see. So I guess what the – I assume that both of those won – did they both win a Golden Glove? And yeah, then you, have just have, picked... you have to get a Golden Glove, yeah. Okay. And then the best fielder of, 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 of the field, they picked the best fielder of those guys. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. And And that one's not based on position. It's just – whoever was the best of the golden yeah, gloves that's the best defender so if, if, if you're a pitcher and, a, and an amazing pitching defender maybe you, as a pitcher you could win this so i would say glove. ironically if you play with either a golden glove or a platinum glove you probably would become a worse defender yeah it might be a little a little uh, <laughs> m- more fragile to get the, the the ball with um so and then uh, we had uh, the hank aaron awards for the best hitters in either league and so aaron judge and paul goldschmidt uh won for those um, yeah, uh, shocker that uh, Aaron Judge would win that. I'm yeah, surprised. He, he 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 had an okay year. Um, Rookie of the year, Julio Rodriguez won for the NL. Michael Harris the second one for the or, sorry, AL. AL. Yeah, Michael Harris second one for the NL. Um, Michael Harris the second. I don't think I heard of this guy, but apparently he's the plays second. Plays for Atlanta. Plays for Atlanta. Spencer Strider came in second in the in the NL voting. Adley Rushman came in second for the AL voting. And it, interestingly enough. Um, doesn't really matter for Strider because he already signed an extension. But Adley Rushman, he earns a full year uh, service time for coming in second place in the Rookie of the Year. Oh, and part of his and, contract and or something? It's part of the the new CBA. And so so do uh, Harris. Well, Rodriguez, I think both of these guys doesn't really matter because they both signed extensions. But if, if Harris and Rodriguez were both n- not signed to extensions, uh, they would also have um, earned a full year of service time. Okay, so that just means... They are a year closer to free agency than exactly if, if if they weren't already signed to, to massive extensions. Um, so yeah, Francona and Showalter won the Manager of the Year. Uh, the Cy Young, uh, both of these were voted unanimously. Now I've done zero research. I'm, I I, w- I would be curious to know the last time both pitchers uh, for Cy Young were, were were awarded unanimously. But yeah, Sandy Alcantara for the Miami Marlins won the NL, and uh, Justin uh, Verlander won the AL Cy Young. I see. Um, you know, I just actually had a a thought about uh, a, a conspiratorial thought about the rookie of the year uh, and mm-hmm. the service time stuff. Okay. Um, do you think that might lead to uh, to teams um, underplaying strong rookies until like uh, you know even further service time manipulation somehow? It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. But uh, yeah, that's, I don't know that's, how that's, that would work exactly. But yeah, like they would just bring them up in September. Uh, but you got to you got to play them eventually. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, now, just as a, as a as an extension to my to my ground out, I think that um, a lot of people are wary because we're going to get into the MVP voting. A lot of people are wary of giving um, pitchers uh, MVP votes because they have their Cy Young award. Um, yeah, but but, uh, but also hitters have the Hank Aaron award then, right? That's exactly and my so... point. That's exactly my point. The hitters have the, the the Hank Aaron award, so people are like are 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 dismissing half of this argument because we hear we hear the 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 people say like oh they've got the the Cy Young, but like you said, and, and this is exactly my thoughts. The, the Hank Aaron award is for the best hitter. Now this is for the most valuable player. So a pitcher. Well, can I was, was going to say like for an argument for most valuable player, they might technically it's possible they're not the best player at their position. Yeah, in no, theory, true. right? You might, you might you might just need a guy like. If, if Shohei Otani, you know, like he's not the best pitcher. He's he he was fourth in Cy Young voting, but he's pretty valuable for the Angels. Yeah, and he came and, in second in, in MVP voting. And in when you think about it too, in the the playoffs, they get separate MVP awards, right? Um, specifically for the playoffs after the yes. World Series. So, like you know, they well, might for the World Series of each round. Yeah, r- right. But so they may not. Uh, so those players that win the MVP for there, they might not have been the best player in in the regular season. I know it's it's like no. different. It means they could be the best player in the playoffs, but it's like just because you're MVP doesn't necessarily mean you're the absolute best 
at uh, at the position. But you could be uh, like Aaron Judge, who won the AL MVP, and Paul Goldschmidt at first base, who won the NL MVP. I see. Um, <laughs> I, I think. Oh, I I think I saw people probably wanted um, uh, Shohei Otani to win the MVP again. Some people did. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, as much as he had another good season, I think he's one of those cases that often happens with sports awards where, uh, you know, you get your your award once and then they kind of share it around a little bit and you might get it again. It's like sort of, you know, it's this like happened... award, award fatigue. Like yeah. there's an MVP fatigue because well, Mike Trout deserved a lot more MVPs than he won. Right. And and that's something that happened uh in the NHL, back when Carlson was still with the Senators, he won a Norris Trophy, but then there was other seasons where he probably was deserving of winning. That's the best defenseman award. Yes, uh, yes. Seasons where he was deserving of winning it and either someone else won it over him um, because they were, like, due for winning an award. Like, it, you know, the, sometimes the, the, the most deserving player doesn't win it, but I think probably Judge was a was a fair uh, win for the American League MVP. Well, and I think in the, in these cases, um, a lot of the times they're voted by most of the time they're voted by journalists, and journalists are very uh, narrative. Uh, yeah, uh, they like uh, a story. Leaning. Yeah. So, anyways, let's let's get to some other news because yeah, we've we've we the, the the it was it's nice that uh, Aaron Judge got his MVP and Paul Goldschmidt also both both highly deserved. They had great seasons. Um, but we're 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 nerdy about uh, thing about uh, aesthetics, um, and our, our our B team um, for the year, the Twins. The Minnesota. Is this Twins our our and, final our final B team coverage for the Twins. I don't know. I don't know. Unless they sign Korea, I don't know. They uh, they unveiled their new uh, some new uniforms uh, this year. Um, so they kind of did a did a total kind of like re re almost rebranding or just re reimagining of their of their uh, uniform sets. And um, I don't know what do you what what do you think about them? Um, I I think they're overall okay. I think I like their. I, for some reason, I I like a lot of teams uh, away jerseys. Um, I mean the grays. Yeah, uh, they have some black jerseys that they introduced as well. I'm just taking another look. Well, they're they're navy blue. They're dark navy blue. Oh well, either way. Um, the, I, I mentioned to you, and I'm not really a fan of their home uniform because the uh, the the script that they used for twins. It it, I mean, I think that's a problem with a lot of uh, the cursive fonts on uniforms is that they don't always look exactly like the letters they're supposed to represent. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I think I think they they generally had a good design. I thought they might have. It sounded like they were going to do something a little more drastic with like the logo for it on did. the hat but it did, uh yeah. well they sort of did they went with that m and the star on it but it sounded it sounded like they were going to just going to go totally away from the tradition which i'm i'm kind of glad that they they didn't because i think one of the key it's like it's like the brewer's logo uh the the, uh, the underlining of the word win in twins is one of those classic um uh uniform designs that i think is 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 uh is is, is yeah. crucial to that you, you, you can't that you can't get rid of that that's like that's a deal breaker now um i don't know the, uh, so i i think it might have been interesting although uh kind of hard to uh to adopt a, this color because the oakland a's own it but might have been interesting to see like a green color scheme to uh, go with the wild logo like, or something yeah i mean the wild and the north stars have the history of of green jerseys right uh, I don't know yep. what the Vikings or they're purple, uh, purple and yellow. Oh, purple. Well, uh, I don't know. And the Timberwolves and, are, are are blue and green. I want to say, yeah. So they could have thrown some green in there. Who knows? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Um, I, I I I like that they stayed with the colors. The Twin Cities alternate. It kind of looks to me like it would have been one of those um, uh, uh, City Connect uh, jerseys. Yeah, sounds like they're still going to have a City Connect jersey separate from all these. For this year too, I, I thought maybe that they wouldn't because they unveiled the new uniforms. But uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how like what kind of timeline the City Connect jerseys have for. Like it sounds like I thought they were all going to reveal them in the last two seasons, but there's still more to come. Like Toronto. No, there's, still there's needs a bunch. One. Yeah. Yeah. So an, an, an interesting um, thing about these jerseys, though, is that um, during the reveal, 
all the uh, mannequins with the jerseys had uh, patch-shaped QR codes on their on one of their sleeves, um, so that's uh, and it redirected to uh, a, a, a link to the to the website. But it was kind of like showing how the sponsors can uh, can get reach and how they can uh, uh, get their 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 logos on the sleeves. I see. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't look at to see what the QR codes looked like, but I I think the uh, the logos on the uniforms are probably not going to be as big a deal as uh, people seem to think they will be. Yeah, I've, just just so so you know, I've got a bit, I've got an audience down here. Leo has, has come down, has made his way down to the basement somehow, and he's just walking around and 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 I don't know what's going on right now, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the. Uh, messing things up down there destroying oh, he's things. running around he's just he's just getting into getting not getting into trouble but he's 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 doing stuff so if i seem distracted it's because i am <laughs> i see uh okay so, um, so what what else signs. other than uh we have the the uniform reveal um what else we got for around the league uh well uh the yankees uh this was an interesting one to me the yankees signed isaiah kiner falefa uh they re-signed him uh to a one-year six million dollar contract now does this mean that mean that he's the starting shortstop? And it, like, what does it mean? Because does it mean that the Yankees aren't going to go for one of the big, uh, like Trey Turner, Correa, Bogarts, uh, free agents? What what does this mean? Or is this just kind of like a? Is he going to be a utility infielder for them? It's, that that was an interesting signing to me. Um, I I can't answer that. Maybe he's an insurance policy in case uh, players decide not to join the Yankees. Yeah, I don't, and I don't sign know. I don't else. know. Uh, they 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 need some players though. Um, the Mets, the big big signing was the very first signing of of uh, the off season. The Mets re-signed Edwin Diaz. He didn't even hit free agency. They signed him to a five year. Uh, what was it? A hundred? How many million is it? I'm just waiting for my my link to load up here. Hundred and two million dollar five year contract. Um, so five years is a long time for a reliever, but he has been the best reliever in in the league so far. Um, Anthony Rizzo re-signed with the Yankees. Uh, he was good for them this year. Um, Jock Peterson accept, accepted uh, the Giants' qualifying offer, and he could have potentially been, as a left-handed hitting uh, outfielder, uh, a free agency target for the Jays. So that was I see. So that, that's pretty much it. There, there were lots of different signings. There were a bunch of different trades. Uh, Gio Urshela was traded by the uh, by the uh, uh, Twins. I think he went. they traded him to... Did they trade him to the Angels? I don't know. There's lots of stuff going on. Uh, there will be lots of stuff going on in the, ne- in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, well, I guess one thing that won't be going on, I see in your notes here, Shohei Otani is not going to be traded in the offseason. Well, that's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, I, I will believe it when uh, the offseason ends. Um, but well, well, maybe the not, thought process is that they'll get more at the trade deadline. They'll get less at the might. trade deadline because you're getting less time with Shohei Otani. So if yeah. you trade him in the offseason, you'll get more now than you will if you wait to just have half of a season with him. So it, it might know. be that they, that if they're out of contention by the trade deadline that he gets traded. But, um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's an odd decision, but we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, what else? A uh, couple more items here? Or yeah, Yasiel Puig uh, pleaded guilty to a felony charge. I guess he was um, part of a gambling ring, I guess, or like he was placing bets through intermediaries. And uh, I'm not sure what, if any, jail time he will get. Uh, he, I think he'll get. He agreed to a fine at the very least. Um, so yeah, that that was in the news, um, but he's right now playing in Korea, so I'm not. sure. I was sure. going to say he's even in. I didn't think he was even playing in the MLB. So no, he's he's playing with 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 uh, the the KBO, um, and uh, finally uh, it was announced that the Rangers are going to host the 2024 All Star Game. Uh, 2023 is going to be in Seattle, but they announced uh, just this uh, past week, I think, that uh, the Rangers got the 2024 game. I wonder if. Uh, Toronto is going to push for an all-star game soon after they are, they've got they the uh, renovations all complete. They, they are pushing for, for one. It's, it, I think we actually even talked about it. Uh, they, 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 I think maybe 2025 or like... Well, that would line up better for their... Uh, like 2024 wouldn't make much sense because they're no. still working on the renovations. But uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's... it's, it's uh, they are... They, they are trying to get one and speaking to the blue jays we do i do have a look ahead for them 
Um, opening day is March 30th. Um, well, it's not really the Blue Jays, it's MLB. Opening day is, 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 was announced, and it's going to be the Astros versus the White Sox. Uh, and so that we're, ta- we're recording this on Sunday. That's 130 days away. I see. So, so. Uh, I, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's coming up soon. I guess, well, I assume that the Blue Jays would, would be playing on the 30th as well. I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Usually, they, like, I think that's probably like the thirtieth is probably like a a Thursday. But I would say like that they probably want to make that a standalone game uh, for MLB this year. The thirtieth is a Thursday. Let's just take we we I can't we we will we do know what the Jays' schedule is. So let's take a quick look here. Um, do, 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 too many pop ups. Um, okay, Blue Jays twenty twenty three schedule. The Blue Jays' first game will be. Oh no, they are playing March thirtieth. So there you go. So they're going to be be starting the season uh, in St. Louis, uh, and I guess they, they have a couple of weeks to start off. So to, yeah, to, I was going to say they're. In the renovations. I remember reading that because of the renovations, they're spending uh, a few like a, a, an extended road trip uh, to make sure that there's if there's any delays that the Rogers Center will be ready. I guess. Yeah. So I guess that Astros versus White Sox is the. I think it was like the ESPN baseball opener. Uh, but yeah, the Jays will be playing earlier that afternoon against against the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Potentially, also one of their trade partners if they trade away one of their catchers. I see. Yeah. All right, All right. and we have a Titans check in. Yeah, um, there's Titans. They I don't think like you might expect a team like uh, the Titans, a small small budget team. They might. Uh, uh, silenced their uh their social media for a bit but they they haven't uh they haven't stopped i think since the season ended they're they're on on instagram and twitter and facebook like non-stop yeah, well, they got it they, they got to make sure that they're 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 uh in people's minds for sure but they signed a couple of players they signed outfielder adam fogel and left-handed pitcher zach penrod uh just recently so that's that's interesting um inter- even more interesting news is that um the frontier league will be adding a 14 second pitch clock yeah, and I think that's uh, that's actually really good for the the Titans in general because uh, they already start their games I think at like six o'clock on weekdays weeknights. Yeah, like will, so, will it be like half hour games? Then it'll be super. <laughs> I don't know, but it, that just means I think it makes it a little more attractive to uh, to families with younger children. Uh, yeah, to because they know that the the games will probably end by like nine o'clock at the absolute latest. Yeah, no, because yeah, they'll be going 14 seconds with no runners on base and 18 seconds with runners on base. Uh, compared to the MLB, MLB will be uh, 15 seconds with uh, no runners and 20 seconds with runners on. So, it, so uh, it'll be interesting to see the pace for sure. Yeah, um, I that would be. Uh, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, I think so. The MLB pitch clock is is definitely happening this season. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Yep. Yeah, that's going to happen, and also the the the, the uh, elimination of the shifts and uh, 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 some other stuff. But we'll talk about that later. That's 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 more preview stuff to talk about. Uh, but now I think that we should uh, cue the horns. Okay, so uh, we're checking in with the with the senators. Sends from home. Um, I'll get to the, I think we should maybe start with the positive stuff because uh, there's there's not very much of that lately. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're gonna they're gonna um, honor a couple of players uh, in the upcoming months, I guess. Eh? Yeah, so they're they announced that they're going. They announced this, I think, on the uh, on the Monday evening, early evening game when they were having the Daniel Alfredson uh, induction speech watch ceremony after the game um they announced that they're going to retire chris neal's jersey number 25 mm-hmm. um so that kind of cements the the idea that um like the bar for retiring a jersey number seems to be um you know if you're not if you didn't have like really great fantastic seasons with the senators if you played a, a thousand games in a senator's jersey you're probably going to have your your jersey retired well there aren't um, there, there there aren't a, a ton of players who have played a thousand games with the Sens, so so no. 
Chris Neal is one of the fan favorites and, and deserving of having his number retired. Um, and and what, so so how come they're not going to retire Redden's jersey and putting him into the? I guess the Sens Ring of Honor is more of a kind of like a Sens Hall of Fame. I, I guess yeah. So Redden is going to be the first player put onto the Ring of Honor um, after Brian, Brian Murray. Brian Murray was the only uh, person there, which uh, I think also pretty well deserving. Was a good GM mm-hmm. and uh, or good coach first, and then a good GM. Um, I think probably just the same reason I just mentioned is so they retired Alfredson, Phillips, and Neal. All three of them played a thousand games with the Senators. Neal and and Phillips played their whole career with the Senators. Um, I think, I I think if if maybe I I would guess that if Redden had won a Stanley Cup with the Senators, that maybe he he might be. Re- his jersey retired, but I think still he's 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 uh, worthy of a jersey I, retiring. I, I, I don't would, think I that would. he was the best defenseman of all time for the Senators. I think well, that's Eric Carlson, and, and I could see them retiring yeah. uh, Carlson's number. What about Chera? What about Chera? No, I don't think they would. Um, I don't think they they would probably even put him on the Ring of Honor. Like he, he I think he had his best seasons with uh, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think the, the ring of honor is, uh, is, well, like there's the blue Jays have the level of excellence. Like there's, there's some players up there that, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know who exactly is all on the ring of uh, the level of excellence, but it's probably comparable to, to that for the senators. Yeah. I don't don't know that the Jays really retired too many numbers other than I think Roy Halliday, they maybe retired his number, but yeah, it's the, I think they retired Alomar too, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. I I think that they've kind of um, erased his, his legacy from the, from the team. (laughs) But I think officially though, I think they, maybe they did when, because when he went, got into the hall of fame. Um, So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I think they're starting to, uh, I think we might see some more announcements along those lines this season because it's their 30th anniversary season. I'm surprised they haven't put, they have a 30th anniversary logo. I'm surprised they don't have a patch on their jerseys or even. Is there room though? Like what about like with advertisements and all that stuff? Is there room? Well, they don't have any ads uh, on their jersey yet. Uh, Okay. Okay. So. I mean, like, there's other teams that have anniversary patches. Like, the Islanders have, I think, 50. The Tampa Bay Lightning also are 30 because they came in the league at the same time. They have their patch on the jersey. Uh, so I'm not sure. It's weird. Um, the, in other news, um, so uh, it should be fairly obvious that the Senators are looking for uh, a defenseman to, to help the team a little bit. Uh, there's rumors. Well, San Jose Sharks... Have are openly shopping Eric Carlson, well, and it's not rumors. There's, it's actually confirmed news that they. No, no, yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's, yep. it, they're openly trying to trade Eric Carlson, uh, and the Sens having, and the Sharks have talked. There's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's having a really good season this year, uh, like much better than the last. I don't know when he he was traded to San Jose, but um, he's probably having his best best season since he left the Senators, anyway. Um, the, the problem with that the Sharks have is that he has a really, uh, I think he's got what, four more years on his contract and he's, he's owed some signing bonuses. Um, and he's got it like, it's a really, really expensive contract. And I think uh, with the Sens budget though, they do have room to, to add that contract to the team. Do they not? Uh, oh yeah, they do. But I think, uh, in terms of salary caps, they have lots of room, but at, whether or not the team has the money to take on before ownership changes. I don't know. Um, but that's, uh, I, I think that it would be an interesting move for the senators that they got Carlson, but I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think so? No, I don't. I, think w- so. I, w- I would love to see him. That, that would be like the ultimate, like, I don't know. I don't know what sort of timeline they have for if they do want to trade him, but that would be kind of the ultimate kind of, of homecoming and, and, and unveiling for if he were to, to return <laughs> to the, to the, to the lineup. Um, now you you have it here a quick score recap. How many games like we've 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 haven't podcasted for two weeks? Um, How many games have they played? I I don't know exactly, but so I I just went through um their like, record the over the last, the last ten games. Weeks? Yeah. Uh, so there are two seven and one in the last ten games. So that may be that, that may cover right. us since the last uh, last episode yesterday yeah. against the New Jersey Devils. They lost five to one. Um. 
They lost pretty badly, I'd say, but New Jersey just won their uh, 11th straight with that win against Ottawa. Or 12th mm-hmm. straight, I think. They were they had won 11 in a row coming into the game. Um, they Their only two wins in the last 10 games came against Philadelphia, a 2-1 win, and against Buffalo, a 4-1 win. Uh, so the rest have been losses and, and not great. Um, but uh, part of the problem with the Senators is that they're playing very sloppy games. I think they had eight penalties in like the first period against Buffalo. Um, they, they can't, they can't control the puck or, uh, or, you know, clear the zone. And, and part of what happens from that is that they end up just dumping the puck in when they can't carry it in cleanly to the, to the other team's defensive zone. They just dump it in and try and chase after it. And then they can't set up properly because they're not getting the puck when they dump it in either. So, it's they're they're really not playing well, and I I think they are. So yeah, they're thirtieth in the league. So there's only two games or two teams behind them. I think it's Anaheim and Columbus. And uh, and yeah, they they have a Western road trip coming up. So they're playing San Jose, Vegas, Anaheim, and Los Angeles. Uh, so it's. Uh, they're definitely going to have a tough game against Vegas, San Jose, and Anaheim. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I'm not very optimistic. They don't usually play well on Western road trips in, in the last few years. And uh, other than that, I mean, apparently they had uh, a trade with Vancouver, uh, Zaitsev for Tyler Myers, but Zaitsev exercised his no movement clause or no trade clause, and so that pretty much. Uh, uh, vetoed that trade so um obviously senators looking to try and get rid of zaitsev but he's been placed in belleville on the ahl team in the meantime i see yeah so at what point do they does 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 dj smith get fired i don't think he's going to be at this point because he should have been fired two weeks ago okay well okay well so 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 buckle up yeah, I, I think the problem though is like realistically, um, the I don't think that there's any coach they can bring in right now that would really make much of an impact. So that it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to compete well, for just the playoffs. Changing the meth the the message or yeah. the, or the or like is, is it's, it's not not an impactful coach, but just changing the the the, the strategy or the or the, the method um, of of how the the message is is, is being given it could be yeah. for a hockey I, team could make a diff- big difference i think i think they were probably waiting to see what would happen once zub came back in the lineup because he was injured for a little bit and he played yesterday um but uh i i think yeah like right now they have excuses for dj smith which is uh the injuries like they had norris shabbat and zub out so I have the feeling that if he does get fired, it's going to be after a few games with Zub and Shabbat back in the lineup. Um, honestly, though, if he gets fired, they're probably just going to promote one of their assistant coaches as an interim head coach, and not much is going to change. Okay. But. All right. Well, that, that, that's it, for, I guess, for, for Sands from Home. So we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. And we're back. We took a really quick yes, break. yes. Um, so, what what do you have to talk about? What's go, what's going on at home? What 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 do you want to talk about? What's, what, what do you want to start with? Um, well, I guess this isn't at home. I, I'll call it. I'll go with a strikeout. I just read this this morning. Yeah, I suppose um, it's not at home, is it? What's that? I suppose it's not at home. No, um, but uh, I was just reading. Uh, I was waiting uh, while we were. Before we started recording, I was reading uh, on CBC that there's a a, a, um, a a small village in the Northwest Territories, uh, Tuktoyaktuk, is at risk of becoming the first community to to be relocated because of rising sea levels and uh, and erosion. So it's like basically, being attacked from both both ends, really, right? Yeah. So so basically, like yeah, their their coast is. I think it said that they're losing like two meters. Uh, or the it's the sea level is rising by two meters a year, which is wow. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, that's uh, climate change. Uh, so strikeout right there. Yeah, climate change is definitely a strikeout. And if you're listening, climate change does exist. Um, hopefully people listening to this, con- this, this podcast would agree with us. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, of climate change, my strikeout is the first day of winter driving. Um, we got hit with some snow, I guess it was on, was it on Tuesday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, I, I didn't really expect that. I, I, uh, we had our, our snow tires on and everything, but I wasn't expecting to get hit by all that snow. And I don't think a lot of people other were as well because the driving was super, super slow on on uh, Wednesday. I, I had to get um, to Canadian Tire after I dropped Bo off from preschool because I needed to get a brush for to, to brush off the car because I didn't have one. Um, and it took about, you know, um, an hour to, to, to go a, a distance that normally takes me about 10 minutes. So, <laughs> I see. Right. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was in the forecast. I was expecting it. Um, but uh, I, I, I drove... wasn't looking at that. I wasn't looking at that I, at all. <laughs> I drove to work. Um, it it, it took... was slow driving. Well, my drive is normally like a 10-minute drive. It maybe took me like 15 or 20 minutes. But I don't drive again. I drive uh, south. My my commute is north south, whereas the bulk of the city drives uh, east west. So I see. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you just take expect to take a little extra time, and and there's no issues. I did not expect it, and and Krista's drive took a long time too, and she takes the back back roads as well. So, uh, yeah, not not great. Uh, I, I I prefer there to be, uh, you know, the the. the fall weather or, or, or summer spring but snow is not is not my my cup of tea <laughs> um well i'll go to my no decision next which is related to my home run as a little teaser but uh my no decision is uh, the japanese village restaurant on uh, laurier downtown in ottawa uh we went there friday night uh with vanessa's sister and a friend of hers uh, they were in town for a uh, a concert at the canadian tire center um it, it's a it was a cool experience it's one of those it's a restaurant where you sit at a table and it's around like a cooking uh, uh table there and they cook your meal in front of you uh yes. so it was it was quite a lot of fun uh it's just that it's it's very expensive uh very expensive well it's a dinner. show it's a show it's a dinner <laughs> it is, and a show but it's it's a very expensive show but uh that's that's why it's a no decision for me because it was it was a Good meal, good show, but just uh, very pricey. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like the the Benihana kind of style. But yeah, you you got you got to pay for your for your uh, performance there. Okay, so my my no decision, um, my que- it's more of a question really. Is, is it too early to watch Christmas movies? Uh, no, you can watch Christmas movies all year round. They're available all year round. I know. Yeah, thank thank you. I, and and I, I have actually started watching Christmas movies. We watched a couple this weekend. We watched. Uh, a Christmas Story Christmas, which is the sequel to, uh, technically the second sequel to A Christmas Story. And we watched uh, the, the Apple TV is a musical called Spirited uh, with, with Ryan Reynolds, potential senator's owner, and uh, Will Ferrell. So those, those are some good Christmas movies. And we started our, our, our um, regular Friday um, um, Hallmark movie, uh, cheesy movie watch. I see. So, and we actually, we actually, and I consider Goodfellas to be a Christmas movie because they have a scene uh, where they show all the like the dead murder victims, and they they're playing like like Christmas movie, like the the the, the Frosty the Snowman Ronettes song. So so I consider that to be a Christmas movie. Even even The Godfather has a, a Christmas scene. So so we've watched those two already. Be, uh, after I think we watched The Godfather before even Halloween. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, yeah, we, the Christmas movie season has started. Uh, which is also going to be kind of a spoiler for my home run as well. But uh, we, I'm not sure what we're going to watch next weekend. But I think tonight uh, we might watch, because we didn't watch it on Friday night, because I wanted to watch the Christmas Story Christmas movie. We might watch our Hallmark movie tonight. So I'm not sure uh, what which one it is, but uh, it's, it's, in, it's in the PVR somewhere. Well, it, I don't think it really matters which one it is, because they are They're all, all the, the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's, different it, actors. It, Although yeah, sometimes that, not. Sometimes they're the same actors, um, and 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 some and and you know there's the the always like the the the, the scene of, of winter with with green leaves on the trees in the background, and the the empty well, uh, they, coffee cups they sip from. They film uh, they film in the summertime. Um, exactly. Fun exactly. fact is that uh, uh, in the summertime down the road from us they uh, use somebody's house to film a winter scene 
Well, that was uh, that was fun. And our our aunt and uncle exactly. they used their their house, house. Uh, yeah. and it, it, that one is out this year. I uh, can't yes. remember the name of it, but uh, I didn't. Yeah, there's there's it. a list. There's a list somewhere <laughs> on Twitter that has all the um, Ottawa area uh, movies that were that were filmed for the uh, yeah. Hallmark channels. Uh, well, I'll go with my home run. Um, it uh, had a this is, has been a weekend of new experiences. Uh, so I mentioned the Japanese village. I hadn't been to a restaurant like that before. Vanessa had, but uh, she wanted to take me to to one of those restaurants that she had been to. Um, last night we went axe throwing with our softball team. Um, that was uh, the first time I'd done that before. You didn't get confused in, sw- in like like combined sports or anything, did you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I came in. We, they, so what they did was uh, they they arranged like a little tournament for us. So we had like a preliminary round, uh, and then and then a playoff bracket. Uh, I I came in second in both the preliminary round and uh, and in the the final championship battle. Uh, I, I was I, I came in second place. Luckily, um, it's not to the death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. And then uh, this afternoon, we are going skating at the Canadian Tire Center. I have been skating at the uh, at the time it was the Corral Center, uh, but Vanessa, this will be her first time skating uh, in the in that rink. Uh, this is uh, a work event that was arranged okay. for us. So yeah, I think fun. I had a work event skating party there as well. I'm not a skater though. So, so it, in future, I know not to, not to lace on the skates because it hurts my feet. I, it, it, well, yeah, if you skate for an extended period of time, it hurts. But uh, like last year, I, my extended period of time is two minutes. <laughs> I skated the length of the canal last year. Uh, and uh, my feet were a little sore afterwards, but uh, overall it was good. Yeah, no, my, my feet and skates do not mix, so I'm not a good Canadian, as they say. Um, so yeah, the, yeah, I, I think I've done one time at the at the it probably was the Corral Center as well. Um, it, with rinks like those, they're they're difficult to scan them because they're so like well kept. You know, you're not used <laughs> to such a good rink. You right? know what? I I was wondering if I would uh, if if any Senators players would show up. I, I doubt it after such a bad loss last night, and they're also going out west. But uh, when I the the last time that I skated at the Corral Center, I met Sean Van Allen was one of the players on the ice uh, that uh, showed up, um, and uh, my friend Mike got a, a signature from him on his on his jersey. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, well, I think the best maybe that you can hope for is Sparta Cat. Maybe it was his birthday <laughs> yesterday, uh, so maybe oh, well, he'll be out there. there. Uh, oh, and fun fact: I I once met Chris Phillips uh, on my thirtieth birthday. I have a picture with him. His birthday is around around my birthday as well. We were both at Big Rig at the same time. Oh, well, he has good reason to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I've met any senators. Um, no. Oh, I did. No, I did once. Uh, Mark Borowiecki. I didn't really meet him. We were both shopping at Bye Bye Baby at the same time, and then he was <laughs> traded. Uh, but yeah, so... Bye Bye um, Borowiecki. Bye bye, exactly. Uh, my my uh, home run uh, is that. Speaking of, we're talking about Christmas and all that stuff. Uh, my home run is that uh, coconog season has started. Not eggnog because I don't really. It's 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 a little too much for me. It's a little too rich. But coconog is is my my drink of choice to add to coffee when the Christmas season comes around. And sometimes it can be a little difficult to find. I had to to go to a couple uh, uh, grocery stores to to locate it, and I got the last two. Uh, cartons uh, on the shelf, but I, I, I was able to, to, to acquire some coconut. It's coconut milk that's flavored as eggnog, and it, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff in your coffee. But it's only I, good for, 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 for the Christmas time. You can't drink it all around because it, it, it loses its magic. Yeah, I, I used to drink eggnog every year, but it's it's too much. It's uh, I, I can't drink it anymore. Eggnog lattes maybe, but like that's that's They usually... don't do eggnog lattes anymore. And you, you, do you know why? Why? Because they, they they if they heat it up too much, you scramble the eggs basically. Like it it it, it ruins the eggnog. Like <laughs> I see. But but coconut co- stuff like like the coconut based stuff that's actually that has no egg in it is perfect for lattes and things like that. So if you did want to try an, a non eggnog based eggnog drink, coconut is actually it's 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 pretty good. Well, I, I I'm not too worried about doing that. Um, but I I noticed like they they keep coming out with 
new flavors of eggnog. There's like a chocolate eggnog you can get, and that does that's, not sound that, appetizing at all. It's confusing. It's confused. You're, you're um, getting two flavors that are just don't really necessarily yeah, complement each other. When But uh, this time of year, I haven't seen them yet, but uh, this is usually when clementines uh, become cheaply available, and, and that's that's usually my go-to seasonal food is, is clementines. Just get a big box of clementines and you eat them like like candy, which is better though than candy because it's it's good for you. It's a fruit, yeah. Um, and and there is this there is a coconut that has like an orange flavor to it, which I, I I do not like. I don't I don't want orange and and custard mixed together. Yeah, that doesn't sound so good. No, not for me. Crystal likes it, not for me. All right. Well, I think that uh, we have exhausted our notes. Um, make sure to follow on Twitter while it still exists at Jays from Home. And, and try on us Instagram. out on the new platforms, yeah, Instagram and Mastodon. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for for. Well, actually, I was going to say for a couple of weeks, but I think for me, I'm pretty much done for December because uh, we are traveling a lot, and I I won't be able to uh, reliably join you for for a podcast. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see how your schedule goes. I, I think the next episode is due to drop. Let's see here. So it won't be next week. Next episode is due to drop around December 5th, I want to say. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yes, in two weeks' time, uh, at least I will be back. And uh, hopefully there will be some baseball news to talk about. Yeah, uh, I guess that'll be... Uh, the winter meetings won't have started yet, from they'll, my they'll, I think they start that week. They start that week. So there'll be lots lots to cover after that. Uh, so maybe I might come back <laughs> with a special, a special episode uh, after the winter meetings. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for for this week then. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.